Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Next up in my Caravan Shorts Vault Festival special, I have a wonderful woman named Helen Clapp joining me from Ice and Fire Theatre Company, who explore human rights stories through performance. They're a brilliant company doing great work to inspire audiences and artists to create positive change in the world through human rights. Asylum Monologues is Actors for Human Rights' flagship script and will include new testimonies collected during 2016. And here's Helen now to give us a little more insight. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Uh, so, Helen. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Um, uh, thank you for hosting me at a friend's house as well and thank you to a friend I'm forever grateful um, so just to start uh, as I have done with all of these mm-hmm. caravan short pods um, can you tell me a bit about who you are and what you do yep. uh, um, so I am many things um, <laughs> aren't we all Yes. Uh, so I'm a voiceover artist Amazing. Um, and I uh, also an actor um, and I also work for Ice and Fire Theatre Company, who are a human rights theatre company. Yes. So everything that we do is human rights related. Wow. Um, at the moment, that's, well, for a long time anyway, but particularly at the moment, it's been asylum and refugees, but it's also poverty, um, benefit system, uh, housing, wow. inequality, anything human rights related um, so yeah so we do Ice and Fire do full scale productions um, last year we did The Island Nation at the Arcola Theatre which was yeah. about the end of the Sri Lankan Civil War yeah. the genocide pretty much unreported genocide that happened wow. everything we do is a laugh a minute as you can tell <laughs> yeah, yeah I know I just I suddenly realised that I was, you know, all of these have been sort of Cheeky and funny, and then I was like, "Oh no!" Shit. Yeah, this has a this has a different yeah a different side to it, which I think is going to work really well in a sort of intimate space. Yeah. Um, so the project, particularly that we are bringing to the caravan, yeah. is Actors for Human Rights. Right. So we have a network of over seven hundred, but actively about uh, two hundred actors um, who are passionate about human rights um, and activism, and we have a number of scripts. I think at last count it was about 13 um and they're all verbatim they're all testimony based scripts um and they come under loads of different headings uh but the ones that we're bringing to the caravan come under the asylum monologues heading so they're all stories um real real people's real words of people who have sought asylum um, some of whom have been successful yeah uh, but lots of whom haven't Um, so we've got four stories yeah uh, so we don't need to get this right. So we're doing. Um, uh, we've got two half-hour slots, yeah. alternating scripts. Yes. Um, so two two-handers, and one is um, uh, a, a, a asylum seeker um, from West Africa, um, and the other one um, with her is uh, a Syrian asylum seeker who came over um, by boat. And you do the two monologues alongside each other? the two monologues are woven together. Right, Um, right, So, yeah, we have a whole host of testimonies and then they're woven together to make either two or three-handers 
um, depending on the length of the, of the performance. Wow. And they're sort of two people's separate stories, but they follow the same um, kind of path. So yeah, it's yeah. about it's it's also about it, it's about the human behind the label. So we t- we get to get to know who they are as people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I won't give too much away, but Saeed has a lovely story about like how he met his wife for the first time, <laughs> and he's a real romantic. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's a bit about their who they are as people, Great. their journey here, and then also their experience of the asylum system. Amazing. Um, and then the other one is uh, a young girl who was trafficked here. Right. Um, and that is alongside a brand new testimony that is being edited down as we speak. God. <laughs> um, from an LGBT asylum seeker. Wow. So we've got a new project um, that uh, Seb, one of, um, uh, one of the other directors for Access Human Rights, um, has been putting together because it's a... It's a real minefield of yeah. an area where 99% of LGBT asylum claims are refused um, because how do you prove that you're gay? Um, because the yeah. Home Office defence is we don't believe you. Um, and so if you're seeking asylum because of your sexuality, how do you prove that? Um, oh my God. So it's a real minefield. And yeah, we've just collected, uh, or Seb has worked really hard, just collected six new testimonies Um, and he goes and and finds and interviews these people so each of these people we have put been put into contact uh, usually through charities um that's the long-winded part of the process is getting to you know getting to to know people finding the contacts um and then we go and do two three hour long interviews with them which is all transcribed um word for word and then edited down into um, into a script and the people that we talk to are involved at every stage of the process right. so they the, the script is run past them in the past they've come to see performances we're wow. still in, we're still in touch with a lot of them they update their stories um, on a regular basis so it's about giving a voice to people that don't yeah totally. have a voice what a brilliant thing I, I feel a little bit embarrassed because I don't know a lot about Ice and Fire but it is a name that I've definitely heard a lot yeah, of. yeah. I mean, you, mainly because I mean, it's it's tiny at the moment. Yeah. There are uh, three of us, right? Um, who all work part time. Yeah. Um, and uh, but at the same time, we're pretty much the only theatre company doing what we do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Actors Human Rights Project's been going since two thousand and six. Um. So it launched it. Uh, Asylum Monologues launched at Amnesty in 2006. Oh, right. But since then, it's been continually updated. We're working on a project at the moment um, with a charity called Z2K, um, uh, and that's to do with the benefit system, so talking to people who have been sanctioned, people who have been trying to go through the benefit system, um, people moving from employment support allowance to job seekers, um, so we're we're constantly updating the scripts. Yeah, God, you, to... your your mind must be. Uh, you, you, <laughs> there's so much you've just explained. I'm just like, how do you three people yeah. working part time get your head around all of that? It's a workload. Yeah, uh, the yeah the the inequality <laughs> of it is really stark. Yeah, well, that's um, what drives you, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely, and I think like, particularly particularly at the moment particularly in the last year or so yeah. um with everything that's been happening and just recently with the dubs agreement um yeah. and 
I think it's it's I first got involved with Ice and Fire about five or six years ago um, doing a, a film piece for a charity called Safe Exit who right. work with um, uh, street workers and prostitutes try, who are uh, uh-huh. trying to get out of it trying to get off the streets and it was a video for um, for their work with training the police right. um, it was an eight page monologue which actually Charlotte who's living room we're in at the moment <laughs> um, she directed um, on a freezing cold day outside King's Cross oh, um, but it was a it was again like about the human behind that label of prostitute and it really struck me how how many preconceptions and prejudices I had about that and also how little I knew. Yeah, well, that's what's done to us in a way, isn't it? We're given a, a, a picture, a generalised picture of what a mm. certain person is, not as a person, but as whatever they've been labelled as yeah. and, and all these sort of little tidbits that we see and yeah. are scared of or whatever. Yeah. And so and, uh, Yeah, and I think the media um, necessarily to an extent um, shows it through a really wide lens right. so that what you're seeing is benefit or or asylum seeker or migrant um, yeah. and each of those uh, we did a performance at a sick form school just before Christmas and one of the students said to me that she'd never thought before that when you see people on television you don't think that each of those people has a story yeah, yeah, yeah. each of those people have come from somewhere um, and what I think is so powerful about the Access to Human Rights project is that you see the person behind the label, you know, and there are things about these people, about people who have had a totally different experience to you, but yeah. who you can also empathise with and yeah. who you can also go, oh, you know, that's a, that's a really interesting thing that you said or like, yeah, you know, yeah. I feel that way about my wife or... Yeah, we are, the, we are people. <laughs> We're, We're all, all people. people. Yeah. Um, and I think particularly I'm really excited about about the idea of doing it in such a small, intimate space because yeah. I think it's really going to highlight that sense that we're just all people sitting in a caravan. Yeah, man, that's that's so cool. And and who, who, so you're doing four. So we're doing two shows. Two shows. Four monologues. Four monologues. Um, uh, yeah, alternating. Right. Um, um, who do you know? Do you know who is doing who who is doing each monologue um, actor wise yes so uh myself Brilliant. um will be reading one of them um we have uh, uh three other uh really great um uh, actually human rights actors um we have seb aguire who uh, also works for actually human rights yeah um we have ragni sharma um and a, a brand new actor called simon rivers um right. as well who's just come on board um and uh, there's a possibility maybe also of uh, another actor who might jump in and okay. and, and read one um, yeah. i'm not gonna say too much because it's still oh, kind of okay. in the air okay. um but there might be a um i think i have an idea there might be a, yeah. a, a sneaky appearance great. by somebody else as yeah. well um who's gonna come along i mean that's the great thing is it's such a flexible portable model that, yeah i mean it's just in this instance two actors and two folders yeah um and that's it. Amazing. What, what what is the normal setting for Ice and Fire yeah. stuff productions? Yeah. So the, um, I mean, we do full scale productions yeah. um, in normal theatres right, right. um, with scripts yeah, and yeah, yeah. actors and performance and rehearsal times. Is everything kind of verbatim, or is it? No, no. no. Okay. So um, the Actors for Human Rights model came about off the back of um, of a script that was uh, curated. Um, called 
I have before me a remarkable document from a young lady from Rwanda or something. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) I usually have that written down. (laughs) (laughs) Christine's going to be listening to this going, that's not right. Um, uh, It's a good go. Thanks. Um, And that was the start of the verbatim model. Um, So everything for the Actors Human Rights Project is verbatim. Right, I see. Absolutely word for word, including grammar and... um, and speech patterns which yeah. I think is what makes it so powerful yeah. you don't realise what is charged within the words that people use and the bits that are really affecting are not necessarily the bits that you would think Yeah, um, it really captures the the essence of what that person has experienced um, and normally and it's so portable we we go everywhere so we've done it in churches uh universities um school groups we have been to festivals um kind of wherever people ask us to go um, we go we did a performance at the home office years ago which was very confronting yeah um so yeah we 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 preach to the converted which i think is really important because you can get quite fatigued as a as an activist but we also try and take it out to places where people who wouldn't necessarily necessarily hear these stories yeah um can hear them yeah because it might not it's not always necessarily a case of uh people not wanting to know what's going on what's what these people are and what the stories are of mm. these people but it's just that access to that is limited yeah and i think um yeah people's awareness of a lot of the things surrounding the asylum system yeah. is quite limited so um uh how long it takes uh the fact that the idea the concept of, of detention a lot of people have really no idea that 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 happens right. um the the sense that if you're if you're detained for essentially having done nothing wrong you are detained uh, potentially indefinitely um that kind of idea of being yeah. guilty until you can prove yourself innocent as right. opposed to the other way around is often quite hard hitting i think um and people just don't realize that that happens yeah god that's funny. <laughs> but there are but there are plenty of lighter moments yeah so no, i'm it's, sure yeah, like as it, you say it's people's stories and and yeah. everyone who even people who have been through the the hardest of experiences often have light-hearted you know anecdotes and and moments throughout you know their life up to that point or whatever yeah absolutely and often people who have been through the hardest stories deal with that by being hugely charismatic and interesting and uh, you know deep yeah Uh, and they're often the people in the most pain are often the people that look like they're not yeah yeah yeah, absolutely Um, yeah it, what what is it like as a as an actor sort of taking that person because i assume you meet do you meet the, the um, does the actor always meet the no no, no. um uh so some of some of our actors uh, have yeah. um but uh no uh, we part of the flexibility of the model is is that we uh are, we we meet maybe a couple of hours before the performance we have a read through um and people ask questions we do any notes uh, and then we read the right. idea being we you know we keep it apps to an absolute minimum in terms of um like well, how much time we need and yeah. how much people need to give up their time because often people are volunteering yeah, yeah um, sure uh and and actually that means that the the type of actor that comes to our work is a very specific type of actor so an actor who's who's very sensitive to um to like to the material um and also refreshingly 
uh, a, a lack of ego. Right. The, 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 yeah. the egotistical actors are the ones that tend to not to be drawn to this kind of work because you yeah. have to be a conduit for those that person's words and yeah. that person and their story is much more important than you yeah. um, and any kind of desire to be hugely dramatic yeah, yeah, yeah. you're simply just telling their story sure, um, yeah. and trying to make that as clear as possible do you think there's any and this is I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate I guess yeah. but do you think there is any merit in sort of actors reading these stories And because obviously I mean if you if you think really bluntly about it, it maybe you could argue it'd be really interesting just to see these people tell these stories which for many reasons would not be a great idea mm. necessarily as well um but is there any benefit in uh like you know slightly i don't i try to find the right words for this but heightening yeah or um using acting craft and technique to highlight stories in, in different places mm. and, and to show the impact maybe in a slightly different way to them they were read or yeah I mean one of the things that we that that we we highlight when we work with actors for the first time mm. is that um, we it's in the actor's natural voice mm-hmm. um, and uh, to to in a sense allow the words to do the work right. to not feel that you have to get hugely emotional in the right. in what you feel are the emotional bits like I was saying before actually often the most hard-hitting parts that people have talked about are not the ones where they're talking about torture or whether you know where they're talking yeah. about really stuff that you would think that if you were relaying that information you would be in pieces yeah. I mean often people are when the people that we meet who tell these stories they've told them so many times before I yeah. mean, even just going through the asylum process you have to tell your story over and over and over again oh, God, um, yeah. and it, where, you know as, as human beings when you do that you do there is an element of, of detachment um, from that you're not in floods of tears every time you're doing it yeah. but also like I said before it's about it's about creating as little resistance between the actor and the words. Right. So it's I think an actor an actor brings all kinds of things to that experience. Totally, they yeah. they you know they can find the the shape of somebody's story, um, the emotion of it. Um, but it's about just being a conduit for that person's yeah. words. And in terms of um, in terms of the the space that it creates, what what we aim for is. One of the main reasons for using actors, aside from the fact that it would just be so, so difficult to ask somebody who'd actually experienced that to say it over and yeah, over again. Yeah, and also, often yeah. these people aren't actors, totally, um, and yeah. so they don't necessarily <laughs> want to get up in front of a whole load of people and tell their story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the main reasons we do it is because it seems to create a safe space for people to think about it, whatever they want to think about it. Yeah. And we think that that's really important, like particularly you know, given what's been going on for the last year or so, it's so important that if you that that if you find something confronting or difficult or you have a feeling about something that that actually other people might judge you for. Yeah. That it's really important to have a space where you can say, oh, well, actually, that made me think this, or that made me think this. We went to a school before Christmas, and one of the pupils there um, said, well, I don't think we should let any of them in. And I, th- and I think that's that, for me, was great yeah, in yeah. terms of creating a place where that person felt like they could voice that um, and, and potentially start a conversation about why. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think that using actors 
means that you don't have that person in front of you who right. has experienced that. Yeah, okay. um, and because any anybody couldn't fail to be empathetic or sympathetic if the person was right there in Absolutely. front of them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, wow, that's really interesting. That What a great thing as well, because that might have been something that... that if you guys hadn't have been there, it might have been suppressed and yeah. fed with other other ideas. Yeah, and it's not, I don't think it, you know, I mean, all the sort of Facebook and, and Twitter and everything else, I don't think it's necessarily healthy to label, in the same way as, you know, the human behind the label is what we do act as human rights. I don't think it's necessarily healthy to label somebody who who feels like we should we shouldn't let anybody in or who agrees with Brexit or, you know, who agrees with Donald Trump. I don't think it's necessarily healthy to just go, well, you're a racist or you're this or yeah, you're, you're that. Wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Um, simply because they have a different view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea should be to start a conversation. Absolutely. And that's not what happens currently, really. Yeah. Until yeah. you guys come along. Until we, <laughs> until we come along yeah. and start that conversation. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, you know, yeah. it's baby steps, isn't it? But I think um, just... I think story is so story is such a powerful tool for social change. Gotcha. Like absolutely. Yeah. I think that you that you can spout facts and figures all you like to blue in the face. Um but they wash over people's heads yeah. and but if you have somebody who a human telling their story that you, you can't help f- feel moved by yeah. that is going to stick with you and that then when those facts and figures come up again you've suddenly got a face to relate to, it to, to relate to. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, wow! And and do you think in the caravan are you guys gonna um, do you just finish with the show and then that's it, or do people talk? Is there an opportunity to converse about it? Afterwards? So the caravan is going to be slightly different, simply because we are we yeah, have got sure. these two shows alternating and we are restricted to half an hour each time. Um, after each show, there'll be someone at the door with um, uh, with a couple of leaflets. So one of them is our Actors of Human Rights leaflet, which is all about us as a, as a project and about Ice and Fire as a theatre company and how to get in touch, how to find out more about us. Um, there'll also be another one, which is our 10 Things You Can Do leaflet, um, right. which is just 10 things that, you know, if you feel that you want to get more involved and do yeah. something about it, simple things like signing a petition all the way up to um, you know volunteering or writing to your MP um, that kind of thing Great. so that you can actually if you feel moved by the performance you can actually do something about it yeah. and there'll also be um, just a, a sign up sheet to give us your email give us your details um, and so you can stay in touch with, with what we do and also if you if you have a group if uh, you know if you run a university or if you run a church group or a WI or whatever and yeah. you know you're interested in us um, Acts of Human Rights coming to that you can get in touch and we go all over the country <laughs> so uh, yeah so there'll be plenty of plenty of leaflets to take home yeah great so where just for the sake of people who are listening to this mm-hmm. where can we find some information about you so our website is www.iceandfire.co.uk um, and there's a link there to the Actors of Human Rights model um, we're on Twitter iceandfire underscore E1 and we are if you google uh, iceandfire on Facebook we're also on Facebook um, you can get in touch on any of those mediums and Brilliant. someone will eventually get back to you there are only three of us in the office so. <laughs> amazing yeah wow what a brilliant thing and uh, thank you so much for, for sharing this brief moment in time with me um, as I've said to almost every person that I've done one of these caravan short um, podcasts with um, at some point in the future if we're able to do a, a longer form 
uh, podcast. That would be brilliant just for, for my... Sorry, Robin. Um, <laughs> just for me. <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah. Because it's really interesting. It's something I'd love to hear more about in your journey to into getting there yeah absolutely um but for now thank you so much for your time thank you there you go ladies and gents a huge thank you to helen clapp for chatting with me uh you can catch helen and her co-workers at the caravan uh, down at the vaults festival on friday february 17th and thursday march the 2nd between 6 and 10 p.m every quarter to and quarter past the hour be sure to follow actors for human rights at at actors the number four hr and also Ice and Fire at Ice and Fire underscore E1. You can also search them out on Facebook, just at Ice and Fire, and follow the lovely Helen Clapp at Helen Clapp. That's Helen Clapp two Ps. To book tickets for this event and any of the other events going on at the Caravan Shorts, you can head over to robinlindproductions.com uh, where you'll find all the information about every single one of the shorts that they have going on in the Caravan and links to buy tickets at the Vault Festival website. Thanks very much, ladies and gents. I'll have another one of these caravan short specials for you in the very near future. But for now, uh, thank you so much for listening and go and enjoy this show. Thank you very much. Bye. It was a life gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun.